Welcome to Third Eye Science. I'm your host, Susan Bontoon, and on this podcast, we will be exploring the lines between science and spirituality. As a scientist and a yogi, I've found that these two realms do not have to be mutually exclusive. With the perspective of a logical scientist, I've navigated my own spiritual journey with a curious, open mind. I'll share lessons and tools I've found along the way and have compelling conversations with spiritual leaders, teachers, yogis, healers, and fellow travelers about their experiences and practices. In this age of information and misinformation, it's time to interpret and understand the world with your third eye. Hello and welcome to Third Eye Science. Before we get into the episode, I want to share with you my next couple of offerings. I have a six-week class series coming up starting April 25th. So this series is called Elemental Magnetism. And this is the class, the the weekly class that I teach on Soul Tribe Online. It's at 5.30 p.m. Pacific on Mondays. But Soul Tribe is um, a place, has a class archive. So I record every session and then um, every class can be viewed at the convenience of your own timing. So this series, I'm really excited about it. It's kind of been coming to me over the past few weeks. And it's really to help us with our ability to receive. And that is basically what magnetism is all about. So our openness to receive is directly linked to our magnetism. Many people can easily give energy like time, money, attention, and even love, but they're not genuinely open to receiving it for themselves. There may be blocks, resistance, and protective mechanisms that interfere with our willingness to accept energy on a fundamental level. In this six-week series, we will work with the physical, emotional, and spiritual aspects of receiving and magnetizing abundance into our beings. We will start by anchoring it into our foundation and work our way through the core, heart, intuition, aura, and the quantum field. We'll work with breath, movement, and meditation practices to help us attract and activate the energy we need to live our highest divinity. At the end of every session, you will receive energy work to help you increase your receptivity. So again, this these classes are going to be on Soul Tribe Online, which is just $29 a month. So essentially, and if you've never been on Soul Tribe, if you're new to the platform, you get 10 days free. So you basically can do the entire series for $29, or if you have been on Soul Tribe and you come back, again, you can join for just a couple of months 
and do this series, or you can stay because <laughs> I keep putting out offerings. So um, if you're, it's really the perfect time to just try something new. Uh, the Zoom class, it's a Zoom class. And if 5.30 p.m. doesn't work for you, really, it's not, um, it's not that critical that you be there live. It's wonderful when you are, but you can receive exactly the, the energy that you need when you watch the recording later. So please join me. I would love to have you um, join. So it's basically starts April 25th all the way through the month of May. Hope to see you there. And then our next Third Eye Science Collective session. These are energy work sessions that I hold monthly. This one is on the new moon solar eclipse in Taurus on April 30th. That's a Saturday and we'll be coming together at 7 p.m. The theme is cosmic home. So this session will work with the energy of the new moon solar eclipse in Taurus will leverage these powerful alignments to open ourselves to heal through grounding into the earth, our bodies, and the present moment. Through acknowledgement, acceptance, intention, and awareness, we will recognize what home really means to us. The body, the earth, and a frequency can all be home no matter where in the world we presently reside. We will sit in meditation together and then you will relax and receive energy to help you locate yourself and your true home. These sessions are $13 to join. They are also on Zoom and I record them and always send a recording uh, audio and video recordings afterwards. So again, even if you can't be there live, your energy is held in the session and you can receive all of the benefits of this energy work when you listen later. So if you feel called to join, please Either scroll down and click the link, or you can find all of my offerings at thirdeyescience.com. Hope to see you there. Hello and welcome. How's it going? (laughs) Another week, another set of energies. (laughs) This week, I want to talk about receiving and magnetism, which is no coincidence that these are, this is what the class series that's coming up is going to be about that you may have, you probably just heard me talk about in the opening. It's really been coming to me very strongly that so many of us are much more accustomed to giving. And this can be energy, this can be physical energy, like money or gifts or things. It can be your time and your attention. It can be your emotional 
intelligence. It can be your energy, your actual like ability to vibrate a certain frequency on the planet. And at the same time, we're not, many of us are not very good at receiving these energies. And this is, we are, there is so much energy available to us on a human level and also on a cosmic level that we are just not receiving because we have something going on either emotionally, mentally, physically, that's blocking us from really fully receiving it. And this is, it's a really huge issue for so many people. This is why some people have trouble manifesting what their, what their, you know, goals are, their dreams. This is why many people feel lonely. Many people feel scarcity and have fear around scarcity, whether that be financial or emotional. And I mean, basically abundance can come in every form, in any form, all forms. And I truly believe that we need to first really allow ourselves to sit and listen to what what is blocking us. It's not it it may be very very deep down and in in all likelihood it is really deep down. You don't even know and it's something that you're perhaps unwilling or afraid of looking at because it's really painful. This is humans like to like comfort and we like to sometimes we take the safe road because it's we just aren't willing to take the risks of getting hurt of feeling that pain again of being emotional just this week i've had multiple um what should I call it? Like bouts of melancholy that like real sadness, but also melancholy, which I think of as, uh, I would have to look up the actual dictionary definition of melancholy, but I think of it as this, um, where it's not like depression, but it's sort of this deep, bittersweet sadness that is fully appropriate. We are emotional beings. That is part of being human. That is why your spirit came here in this body is to experience being human. And if you don't allow your emotions to express themselves, 
then you are, you're not allowing an essential part of the human experience. You're not allowing yourself to have that. And how does that, you know, how does that connect to receiving? It's, it's that those are the things (laughs) it's when you allow the emotions to come up and I don't mean this in a way. So when you can do this intentionally through practice, meditation, through therapy, perhaps through physical movement, that's where you move energy, um, through connection to other people and another big one for me is journaling it's it truly is this way to i was listening to a podcast this week and they were talking about how there have been studies that if you write something down that's bothering you it's like it actually really does help you let it go people they did the study and they found that people who did that were then you know if and they did that over time consistently they were happier and more um at ease and more peace and less anxiety less depression so writing in a journal is not just some like woo woo thing to do it is <laughs> scientifically shown to actually help you release something that's bothering you. So these are, that's, those are just a few of the ways that you can allow these emotions to come up. And then it, it will help you to go deeper into the layers because we all, as I mentioned in past episodes, recent past episodes, this whole idea of the big T trauma that Gabby Bernstein gets into in her book, Happy Days. Big T trauma is things like physical abuse, sexual abuse, um, war, you know, really horrible stuff. And many of us have those things. It's something like one in four women have were sexually abused or molested as children. And then I think it's one in six men. And it's probably higher than that because most people actually don't even talk about it. And many of us block it, literally repress it. As I've shared about um, multiple times on this podcast, it's, it's a mechanism that our bodies used to, our bodies and our minds used to protect us from this very scary, traumatic thing. But we, all of us have the little T trauma. This may be being bullied, being made fun of, somebody calling you stupid as a kid, somebody calling you whatever, you know, any derogatory term. And it's, it, it sets in And it starts to shape who you are. And these are all things that block us from receiving love, acknowledgement, um, money. You know, we, we, we tell ourselves we're, if we were told 
as a child, you're never going to amount to anything. You're useless. You're dumb. Then you internalize that and you start to believe it. And it's, it is not, you do not have to allow the really horrifying things that happened to you as a child. And, and I would call that horrifying, frankly, saying that to a child is, is like, is abuse. And there are, you know, I've had, I've had my own experiences with that. I remember a teacher in fourth grade. I'm, his name was Mr. McCullough. He, and I will never forget his name. I will never forget this day. They were doing like a geology, the geography lesson. And for, I was, he had me come up in front of the classroom and like point to things on a map. And we were talking about hemispheres and I kept getting it wrong. And I didn't know why, because he, I was mortified and he was, all the kids were laughing at me. He was literally like mocking me. And this is a memory that has been seared into my being. And I, I work on this, you know, this is something I am super aware of. And I've also um, came up across, came across something this week that had to do with friendships and being accepted and being seen and being listened to. I had it come up twice in one week and it was like, whoa, okay, this is really showing up for me to heal. And it's beautiful. So when you get triggered... This is how you can use, use these opportunities, use, use your triggers as an opportunity to instead of, okay, so something triggers you, you have an emotional reaction. Hopefully it's not, you don't blow up at somebody. Hopefully you're, you're able to keep it together in the moment. And then when, you know, later on, when you're at home alone, you can, allow the emotion to come out and you can ask, get curious. What is this all about? It's not about the thing that just happened. It's not about someone interrupting me while I was talking. It's about the fact that I'm a middle child and I spent my entire childhood feeling like I wasn't being seen or heard. That's what it's about. Also, you know, it, it, and then I was realizing like, I wonder if that's why I was kind of shy as a little kid. Cause it was like talking <laughs> in my family was kind of, it just didn't result in anything. And then here I am a communicator It just goes to show like what you, how you try to heal and then prove yourself once you are on the right track and really acknowledging your traumas. And so all of these things 
come back to being able to, when you can quickly clear these things, so you deal with the, deal with the stuff that is deep, fundamental childhood trauma, and I'm talking little T trauma here, big T trauma, I highly recommend working with a professional and even with the little T traumas too. But with these little T traumas, you can begin to be curious with yourself and you can start to clear them. And then you'll find suddenly you're not suddenly, but over time you will find that you're now receiving that thing that you had been blocking all along. Some people have blocks around financial, finance, you know, all financial stuff. And, you know, that can be a real crippling thing in, in, a, in a, an adult life. And so what is it that prevents you from receiving what you need, the energy you need to live. This is not, this isn't being selfish or um, greedy. It's about being like what you need to, to live and then thrive. That's what I've been talking to one friend who's been going through this is like, not only are you capable of making enough money receiving enough money through your work and your offerings, what you offer the world to live, you know, to have your family live, you're also capable of making enough money that you can thrive and you can begin to truly overflow. So when you receive, when you're open when you magnetize energy to you, you have so much more to give. And many of us are giving, 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 but not receiving. And so like you, you can see where this is going, right? <laughs> there's a vessel <laughs> and there's only so much water in there, right? Only so much substance in there. If you keep giving, 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 if you're not receiving, you're not refilling. So you need to, this is a fundamental issue for you to thrive in your life, for you to have a fulfilling life where you can live your divine self, where you can truly live as your soul intended. You came here for a reason. And it may not be one specific reason. It's probably many. It's more than, I think for all of us, it's more than one reason. And the only thing keeping you from doing that is you. And that may sound harsh, but it's, I, I really believe it. I truly believe that Yes, some people are just 
they just keep having bad luck. I'm not blaming anyone for illnesses, diseases, accidents, but you attract energies based on the frequency that you are living in. I also do believe though that many of us who do have some really extremely challenging thing go on in our lives that are that was a contract that we made that we our soul wanted to experience so that you could evolve. So this is all for our evolution. Nobody's doing anything wrong. (laughs) This is literally everything, everything any person does, even the horrific things that are being, you know, that people are doing, if they're the people doing them, they are giving their soul an opportunity to evolve. It's, I mean, that sounds super simplified, but I I really do think it's that simple. I believe it is. And of course there's nuance to it. And there's, again, like I said, there's nothing wrong with someone who has bad things happen to them. This is an experience. Many people say that those hardest things that they had to go through is the thing they wouldn't have, you know, if they had it to do over again, they wouldn't do it any differently because they were able to grow through the experience as painful and traumatic as it was in the end, they grew and evolved through it. And not everyone is willing to do that. And I believe those people will be faced with it again in another incarnation. And that's why it's so important for us to really be in tune to our emotions. Emotional intelligence is, I think, the most law that, I mean, it's, it's the intelligence that I hold in the highest esteem. And I'm someone who's around a lot of really, really smart people, like book smart, super high IQ type people. And (laughs) they're not all emotionally intelligent. (laughs) And it shows. And it's, it's, it makes it hard to be in community with those people. We are beings that are meant to be in community. And so if you don't have high emotional intelligence, if you're not willing to learn about these things and to really sit with what's going on with you instead of numbing it, ignoring it, pushing it aside, toxic positivity, all of the things that people use to mask what's really going on. If you're not 
willing to admit and really look at it, then you are never going to evolve. And there are many super wealthy people in the world who are incredibly miserable because what they're really looking for is love, is being seen, acknowledgement. We all just want to be seen and heard and known. Like we want people to recognize who we are, like who we truly are on a fundamental level. And often that drives people to work, 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 accumulate, accumulate, buy things, because they're really, what they're really looking for is that energy of love and acceptance. And they replace that with the things that our crazy culture tells us is valuable. (laughs) But when we can really step into our receptivity, we become magnetic and we, it's like with ease, just pure flow energy just comes to you and it's not, you're not having to work so hard. Yeah. You, you know, you do have to work for it, but it's not a slog. And so many people spend their entire lives slogging away we're really meant to be having the spectrum of emotions. So we need to have joy and sorrow. We need to have laughter and sadness and tears. We need to have all of it. And if sometimes that feels like a roller coaster, that's okay. You're that actually means you're you're living the true human experience. <laughs> Those people who are super even keeled and never react emotionally probably are bottling up a lot. And you know, when you do make the mistake of blowing up, exploding, in the presence of others, take responsibility, apologize, true amends. How can I make it right? You know, acknowledge what you did and how can I make it right? That's a, that's what a real amend, that's what amends are. It's not just saying, I'm sorry. This is how we can really be person that I, at least the person that I want to be, I want to be an authentic human who has a wide range of emotional, physical, and mental experiences. And I want to live my divine purpose. 
It's not really much more than that. (laughs) So all of these things are connected. Be willing to dive deep into what's going on with you emotionally. This will help you release the blocks. And then this will help you open yourself to receiving. So as I mentioned in the beginning, I am holding this six-week series and we're going to work through different aspects, different elements of our magnetism by using practices, breath, movement, meditation, visualizations, and then receiving So I'd love to have you join. It would be my honor to go through that process with you. I'm really looking forward to seeing how we all, yeah, how we all experience it and evolve through it. If you would like to join, you can scroll down and find the link in the show notes, or you can go to thirdeyescience.com. And as always, if you want to help this podcast reach more people, you can subscribe, rate, and review. If you have been a longtime listener, please submit a review. It's really helpful and it also touches me deeply when I read your reviews. So thank you for those of you who have. And it's, it's like I said, it's just the most helpful way in, in getting this podcast in front of more people. And the reason I want that is to help more people. (laughs) So it's, it's as simple as that. So if there's anyone you think who might benefit from hearing this message today, please share it with them. And I'll see you next time. Love you all so much. Thank you for being here and for your presence. It truly is um, the reason that this podcast is (laughs) co-created. It's like me sharing what's going on, what comes up for me, and you receiving it is part of this beautiful process of all of us evolving and being open to this spiritual awareness and self-inquiry. So thank you from the bottom of my heart to the top of the cosmos. I am truly honored to be here and share my experience with you. Love you all. Satnam. Namaste. Namaste.